Welcome to the Lost Lowdown Podcast 137 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 307, Not in Portland. Everybody's favorite... something. Uh, episode after a break? <laughs> Mm, that might be true. Hmm, maybe <laughs> there weren't that many breaks, so yeah, yeah. The odds, the odds are good. It was a it was a unique uh, situation this season, actually. I mm-hmm. think I guess they never really did this again. So yeah, it was the best. It was the best episode after a six month mini arc. Yes, hands down. <laughs> I know that's a controversial statement, but. Yeah. I think it's true. Hey, we're laying it on the line here. We're, we ask the hard questions. <laughs> See this line right here? This is where we're putting it. Right on the line. And the yeah, I don't know. Is it going to lay there or is it going to lie there? And we, don't, don't even. Don't, That's like the worst question ever. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't even... Might lay or lie, depending on uh, uh, what you're talking about. Oh, it's the worst. God, it's so deep. Oh, my God. English is hard. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, this episode is memorable because, um, first of all, like, the title was kind of a mystery. Yep. Like, I remember we would know the titles in advance, and it was like... Oh man, not in Portland. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that's, it's just a weird title. It's weird to title it like not something. Not something. Not something. Yeah, it's an anti-title. Yeah, like, like I don't, I don't think they have a lot of times where it's like not this. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, not in Portland. Like, why would that be a title? And um, I sort of like that the episode is structured so that the final scene is pretty much you finding out what not in Portland means. Yeah. You know, and like by that time, they've shown you so much crazy shit that you've actually forgotten mm-hmm. that that was a question. They're like, oh, not in Portland. Oh, you know, like, you make don't make that sound. In <laughs> I always make that sound. That's how I watch TV. <laughs> God. Everybody doesn't do that. That oscillating. (laughs) It's normal. Usually only cartoon characters get to (laughs) pull that off, but I think you can manage it. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, it's because, like, I I feel like this episode was really notable in that um, the, you know, the previous episode was very, like, action-oriented and didn't really have a lot of mystery to it. Yeah. Whereas this episode is the first flashback that we've ever had of an other. Yep. Not only that, we learned the story of how she was recruited to join the others. Mm-hmm. And it kind of deepens the mystery of the others because the circumstances of her recruitment are very mysterious. Yeah. And it leaves you with a lot of questions. Yeah, it adds to the idea of what what is another and how the, how much buy-in do these people have to what's going on on the yeah. island. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, so it was very exciting to see that. And um, although at the same time, and this is something I only reflect on in retrospect, because at the time, I was happy for like anything they wanted to give me. Like, information. I want information. You know? Mm-hmm. But 
now I can look back and say, well, they really told us that, like, Juliet's not a real other. Yeah. You know, she's an outsider who was brought in to deal with this one specific problem. Mm -hmm. You know, and so she's never really going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, perhaps that's why she's left behind (laughs) and she becomes one of us. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a catch 22. Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, uh, I feel like if you think about it, there's kind of, you can extrapolate what her story becomes, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it sort of makes sense. Yeah. Um, and they set up like here pretty much all the major beats of her character. Like the only thing that's not here that they put later, obviously, is the thing with Sawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, all the stuff with her sister and, like, why she's on the island um, and her, you know, skills as a uh, fertility uh, researcher, you know, all that stuff is is here. And also, like, the sort of what we get here is, like, the personality change that she's undergone by being part of the others. Yeah. You know, because the person we meet here is very different from who we've seen so far with the others and who we're going to see. Yeah. You know, and they really press that idea. Another thing that's interesting that I am now just putting together is uh, Juliet's, you know, um, coming to the island is very much, you know, sort of being a scientist, being a doctor, researcher, uh, is very much like um, Dan when he comes to the island. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, that it's it's really this sort of false sense of, um, of answers to come when when anyone tries to do science on the island. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about how the whole point of the show is we're, they're not going to get answers. You can do all the science yeah. you want. It's not going to help you. Uh, but, you, of course, you don't know that watching the show. You hope you hope that rocket test is going to prove something <laughs> really important. Send that payload. Give me that payload. Um, and, and it's, and it's the same with Juliet. Like she comes to the island to solve this mystery that can't be solved and can't be fixed. And that's kind of the point, you know, uh, they don't seem to recognize that, uh, there's a fertility problem for a reason. It's not just something you can, uh, uh, crack open and much like life. (laughs) And what happens after we die is Mm. it's an eternal mystery. Uh, And how we face the unknown is really what makes us human. Of course. Wow. (laughs) So well put. So well put. Thank you. Thank you. Send your credits to Carlton and Damon. (laughs) Send your thanks to them. Yeah, it's really strange strange to just to to see these futile things play out. I don't, Mm -hmm. again, there's no shows that really do that where here's some characters, like their entire being is is wrapped up in this one thing that's going to be totally useless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, that's so lost. I will also throw in um, Charlotte. You know, because I remember when it's like, oh, I'm a paleontologist or like whatever she said. You know, I Wait, was... that's Australian. She wasn't Australian. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was my best. <laughs> that was, was a that... really good Australian. <laughs> that's not what she sounded like. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. I guess I can't do her voice. But yeah, I... was she not Australian? She wasn't Australian. No. Um, she better not have been. 
you know, it was like, oh, that's going to be awesome. She's going to go, like, explore the ruins on the island. And we're going we're gonna to find out all she's these things. She's going to find Adam and Eve and give us a real answer. Yeah, about the age of the clothes. Or she's going to go, like, check out the four-toed statue. And she's going to be like, hey, well, actually, that comes from the Paleolithic period when mm-hmm. humans created. You know, and it's like, oh, shit. You know, like, we're going to find out all these answers about the ancient history of the island. Mm-hmm. You know what she discovers about the ancient history of the <laughs> island? Fucking zero. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. It's Not really, one really... fucking thing. <laughs> It's really a great example of, you know, what's that phrase, not seeing the forest through the trees? It's like when you're in that detailed macroscopic level of having a subject matter expert coming to the island, you're so invested in what they can bring that you're not thinking about the big picture, which is that how many times have we seen these people come up with nothing before, you know? Basically everybody who's right. done any science. Right. You know, even later at the end when Woodmore comes back and he's like, I need to find these pockets of energy. I got a map. It's like that yeah. still comes to nothing. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, did Jacob even tell you about that? Or are you just, is that like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, I, when I back when I was here as another, like this thing was nagging me, these pockets of mm-hmm. energy. You know, and like now that I'm here, it se- he seemed to have to be of two minds at the end there. Of like half was the noble Jacob sent me guy, and half was the, you know, Charles Widmore entrepreneur, you know, yeah. uh, um, conglomerate owner. You know, he's just trying to find a way to monetize things. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna like set up a carnival where like lock <laughs> the new the new you know? Jurassic Park where come to the <laughs> island and and see the pockets or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah, it's like uh, you know, and look at the flying smoke monster. Look how mm-hmm. he flies and swoops <laughs> <laughs> and smokes. <laughs> and also like the the sort of ruthless tycoon that you know, murdered the Ajira uh, people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's sort of a beat of the story that is really underplayed for some reason. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm so... I'm still so confused by that. I Like, I, I guess I understand why they wanted to get them out of the way, but I'm just surprised they didn't make any kind of a deal about who did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it was just like, who cares who did it, you know? <laughs> Like it's just, it's kind of strange. Yeah. You know, like I mean I on the on the one hand I guess I understand who cares who did it because you know, none of those are our characters. Yeah. You know, but it's sort of it's like why introduce a mystery if you don't care what the answer is and you're never going to answer it. <laughs> you know? That's like, very yeah. close to saying why lost. <laughs> but i get your point well you know what was worse with the ajiris thing is we were already feeling you know moral uh something what's the word that it was morally wrong to to even have them come back on that plane with all these innocent people because yeah. yeah, then it's yeah, like yeah. okay well now these you know because like, we talked about it at the time hurley could have bought all the seats on the plane Mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever, and just made it yeah. where it was completely empty. But no, okay, now we have innocent people who are going to be stranded, and then those innocent people just get killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's really no... And and I guess I, I felt the same way about the A-15 survivors, you know, because 
they're they're all eventually going to get killed too, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I mean, presumably we're supposed to believe that the the characters, you know, the main character of the show, the one who's the ones who are there in the afterlife and so on, those are the ones that they were really connected with, that they had real bonds with, the ones that they really cared about the most, you yeah. know. And I buy that, but at the same time, with the A15s. They, I mean, they lived with them for, like, quite some time, stranded on this island. It's weird how, like, there's sort of no pause to, like, be like, man, all the red shirts are dead. <laughs> you know? No. No. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I'm also thinking, like, why was it Froger in the church at the yeah. end, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a moment. Uh, arts, you know. Arts also, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's I feel just like, like there's, like, a, a reject uh, flash sideways with Arts and Froger and, and those people <laughs> where they, they look around and go, ugh. This <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks. Yeah, this is, no one here is interesting, yikes. <laughs> This is what we made together? Ugh. <laughs> you got Nikki Apollo and Arnst and Froker. <laughs> oh, oh, that's man. a good parody. I'd like to see like the oh, the man. alternate version, uh, the other the other side of the church and uh, the, mm -hmm. the reject characters going. I, I mean, they did have Arnst and Froker in the Flash Sideways, mm -hmm. you know, but they just they weren't in the church, yeah. you know? So, like, they were important enough to, like, bring them back in season six, but it does seem like they weren't important enough to, like, mourn their death. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of weird. And, it, you know, also, there's a scene in, in season four when, when Kimi comes to attack the barracks and, you know, the, the red shirts who are there with, um, you know, with them, like, they start running out and one by one... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was really comical. And then, and then, like Sawyer runs out, and of course he lives. Mm -hmm. You know, he's able to get out. But it's just kind of it's it. It does seem like it's played for comedy. <laughs> like, yeah, just, and you know, and there's never a like these people believed in Locke. You know, mm -hmm. they they listened to his speech and they followed him here and they put their you know lives on the line here and like they got shot for it and it's like there's just no it's just like lol look at them like being killed <laughs> off one by one yeah <laughs> i do think this show like did live in a weird moral world as far as like who matters and who doesn't you know whose death can we laugh at mm -hmm. and who who are we got who gets like the life and death theme and we're gonna like put a lot of emotion into their death yeah you know like they they definitely had a had a range there of like how serious it was, mm -hmm. you know. It's uh it's weird. I I never really I never really thought about it in from a larger point of view. But I guess uh I mean Ajira wasn't played for comedy. It was played for mystery. But um it 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 was like ultimately not important to anyone. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I just think that's weird. I also think like it just if Whitmore did it, it just means something kind of strange about his presence there in the final season that that's not really acknowledged on screen. Mm -hmm. You know, he was almost like the the he he's almost a Deus Ex Machina. I mean, he's there to kind of clean up some of the do all the shit that like yeah, yeah some of the sort of, like, tie ups of loose ends. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I guess that's. I guess that's basically what he is. He's like, I'm gonna. You fuckers can't make this story work by yourselves <laughs> because you don't have what you need. 
So I'm gonna come in here with my sonic fence yeah. and my map of like pockets yeah, and, pocket map. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of these pesky Ajir people because yeah. you don't wanna have to I'm deal with them. Give me that war you claim was coming, so I'll yeah. pop a couple of mortars at the Yeah. Two missiles, that's the war. Thank you, good night. <laughs> There's a war coming, John. Oh. And it's going to last five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Five second <laughs> war. <laughs> yeah and and it's like he oh and he brings desmond too yeah so 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 i mean you're right he's like he's a he's a plot he's function. a fairy god god plot yeah or something yeah he just brings yeah. all the things you need to kind of wrap things up quicker yeah and they just kind of wrap all that up into and so it's like it's not really a character it's like a it's a it's a tool because really they could have just had the ajira people flash off the plane yeah. Some of them flash to the seventies. Why can't yeah. the other ones just flash? And it's just a mystery where they went. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that would have been easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and they could have had like Alana goes with them, and then it's like, who are you? You know, and like, what's going on? And then like, they could have. It could have played out like pretty much the same way. Yeah. Just without the uh, annoying Ajira people, where it's like at a certain point, well, we just need to kill them because like we're not gonna devote time in season six to like dealing with the Ajira passengers, yeah. you know? Like let's go over there and you know like interact with them and tell them what's going on and like fuck yeah. that. Yeah, welcome to the island. Here's what you missed. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna fill you in real quick on uh-huh. the last like six seasons. <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah, like I totally get it from a certain point of view, like why they didn't want to deal with it. But I, yeah, I do feel like they should have, they shouldn't have uh, created that problem for themselves because they they definitely had a way to avoid it. Yeah, you know, and it, it would have been fine. But what about not in Portland? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Oh my god. I, I guess there was a connection there, but uh, it's it was it was a long way from not in Portland. Uh, it was all about loss, so it was. Um, yeah, so not in Portland. I mean, uh, I I know Zelchko is in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, ubiquitous television actor. Yeah. Who, by the way, he was also in the X Files. Of course, he was. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, like that's the least surprising thing ever. But... <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> But it was really weird because he was a lot younger, and uh, but he was still kind of the same. He's yeah, yeah. He's, he's always like kind of evil, vaguely scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's great at that. He's been doing that on TV for like yeah. <laughs> more than twenty years now. I think I feel like yeah, I feel like J.K. Simmons says that same thing where he's he shows up everywhere, but he's got his he's usually jovial. You know, he's usually a little more fun kind of a character. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this Zelchio, he he shows up. He's usually the bad guy. He's usually uh, conflict. He's often like a, some kind of bureaucrat. Yeah, you know, like some kind of corrupt bureaucrat, unethical, like you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's totally what he's playing here. Yeah, you know, like that's because he the thing. I think he really works for a part like this because. Um, it's not really developed. I mean, he has to like be this character in like two or three scenes Mm -hmm. and, uh, he has that quality that kind of communicates a lot with like, not that much in terms of screen time. And so I think that's, that's where, I guess that's where typecasting really comes into play. Like, 
you you get something just out of like what the person comes off as without anything sort of yeah. from the, the writing. And when you're an actor like this that's been in a lot and people have seen you in a lot of things, you bring all that yeah, with you. The you know, yeah. they, they, you automatically have a sense of, you know, what you're bringing to the character before you even do anything. Yeah, they know, they know what to expect. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I, I mean, I remember all the mysteries that we get in this episode, you know, it's, it's the intro, it's the introduction of Richard Alpert, yep. which, you know, I mean, who's seeing this episode had any idea, like, how far that Richard thing would go, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's, that, that fucker is there to the bitter end. The, the first other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who would who would have guessed this is the first other? Yeah, I mean that was not obvious at all. I was I was really surprised. I was surprised by that in season six, and <laughs> I would be even more surprised by it now. Yeah, you know, um, and this whole this whole recruitment of like you know we're you know we're this like research company and like Middle-O's. with us. Yeah, Middle East Bioscience exactly and the, is an anagram for what kids? Uh. Is it, uh, oh shit, is it Lost Time? Lost Time. Right, right, right. I was getting it confused with Hoff's Drawler uh, <laughs> Funeral Parlor. from Hoff's uh, Drawler Funeral Parlor? <laughs> yeah, or Hoff's Drawler Funeral Home. Yeah, Hoff's Drawler Funeral Parlor sounds really hilarious. <laughs> it's just like yeah, some does. sort of animated comedy series. <laughs> A talking funeral parlor or something. You're right, you're right. I think it's not quite as cartoonish as that, uh, but maybe it is. We'll see. But yeah, you know, that's like Flash Forward or something. Yeah. And then Ethan Rom, you yeah. know. Like, they, they, they liked that. Let's let's wink a little, you know. I, I remember thinking that was a bit more significant, but now I look back and it just seems kind of like, you know, an Easter egg. It's you know, so not, an Easter egg. It doesn't, yeah. Not particularly significant. I mean, it, it, uh, it connects to some of the themes, but it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is it is kind of... Uh, yeah. Well, well, we'll get into it when we actually watch the episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whole, the whole recruitment thing is, like, filled with questions that I still don't know the answers to. Well, let's <laughs> see if we can get some answers. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, everybody, if you're going to sync up with this, get your players ready. We'll uh, not in Portland this thing up. <laughs> it's a verb now. <laughs> All hyphenated and verbed. ready i am ready all right here we go five four three two one (laughs) oh man i love jack yelling he's great at it i didn't get you to ask me what are you doing here just do and hope (laughs) like no one has ever said hope like that i know 
Like the way he chooses to like emphasize the line, like that's what the actor brings to the table, yeah. I think. Well, you know, it's been a while since we did the last podcast, so this it, it kind of True. mimics the uh, the that hiatus we had before this came back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good point. Oh, what a shot! Yeah, especially yeah. This Ray. is <laughs> <laughs> indeed I def. the best quality ever, according to Carlton and Damon. <laughs> the highest quality that technology can yeah, ever. Loss will never look as good. <laughs> But yeah, this is this is I would say a classic uh, misdirection lost thing here. Mm-hmm. We are highly set up to think that this is the island. This is a Dharma station. We got we got flickering lights. Yeah. We got um, Ethan's gonna walk by here in a second, and you know everything here is like okay. It's a, it's a flashback to the others on the island. Yeah. And they're just gonna, they're just, they're really messing with, throwing Ethan yeah, in there. Yeah, even, even really a record cool. player, I mean. Yeah, record player. Yeah, totally. And it's like, oh man, what's going on with the others? Like, what? There's another woman? Yeah, yeah, who's that? What's up with her? What's she doing? But yeah, this, I, it's weird. It's like Ethan is spying on her or something. Like I've always wondered about that opening bit. Like, what what are we supposed to? Why is he there? Good question. <laughs> I mean, I know like Richard Albert's going to recruit her, and we know Ethan's there. We see him at the end, but it's just weird. He just kind of passes her in the hallway. Like maybe maybe to sell the the the, the misdirection. Well, yeah, clearly. Clearly, that's the reason. But, like, what's the quote-unquote real reason? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It definitely sells the misdirection. I would never guess, like, we're going to see Ethan off the island in this episode. Needles. (laughs) Oh yeah, and she's uh she's on Deadwood, uh, Juliet's sister. Oh yeah, she plays like a main character. She's completely different from this character. <laughs> she's actually really really good on that show. I remember being really shocked. She doesn't look she's really different. This, what? The island, and there's a plane. What? And then yeah, then they have a plane go by. Oh my god. Nice. Yeah, it was well done. Oh, here's the, here's the thing. It's sort of they replay the scene mm-hmm. from earlier. Yeah, you know, and I think this time we're gonna get to hear the cut lines. Okay, yeah. And so that whole time where I've been like, man, why is Jack such an asshole? You know, like, okay, I guess I was wrong.
Yeah, so I got it at some point. Yeah. I mean, and I guess as much as we hate Pickett at this point, it's like, and as much as he's been harassing Sawyer for no particularly good reason. Well, it just, it's the perfect ending to them being trapped in those cages and the frustration of that, that uh, uh, fish biscuit machine and. Yeah, and Sawyer trying to set up the execution, and like, yeah, yeah. I love it when the others are like that. No, you won't, Jack. I read your file. <laughs> I know what you'll do. Wait, what? What? Don't lost me right now. Oh, lost. They, they had to lost you. Damn it. Yeah, this is yeah. so confusing because she set this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. That's what that's what I'm thinking at the time. Now I'm just like, gonna have to watch this entire show. Like, how duplicitous can she be? Yeah. Is it is it a double double cross? Like, what's going on? Quadruple cross. Yeah. How many crosses can you do, Juliet? <laughs> just watch and find out. Old school cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird half the time you don't think it looks dated. Yeah. Flip phones, like, nobody has a flip phone. Yeah, it's true. I used to. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. I kind of miss them. Yeah, they were so bad. Yeah. There was only, like, three things to do on it, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was it was simpler. It was a simpler time. Ah, uh, yes, the early two thousands. <laughs> oh, I remember this. Yeah. I remember hating this scene. Let me figure out why. <laughs> um, I think I'm trying to remember what I. Yeah, I agree. What didn't I like this? I think it's her her how she responds to this. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's when she gets caught that it gets yeah. weird. First of all, she thinks that's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe if I just crawl. She waited way too long to crawl away. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, I'm just hanging out on the floor. <laughs> what? How did I get down here? What? Oh, what's going? Well, how's it? How's it going this evening? Uh. I'm just, I'm just chilling down here. What are you doing? You got you. Einstein did his science on the floor. Why are you way up there? <laughs> Oh, are we standing up today? Is this a stand-up day? Okay. Ooh, this was huge. Yep. I can't imagine her being married to this guy. I, you gotta wonder how long that marriage lasted. It couldn't have been long. It's like, yeah, I just... just rubbing it in her face, and... Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't really think about this at the time, but yeah, just I, it's it's hard for me to imagine what have drawn her. Like, to. turn off the lights because this is the best place we can be to go. Like, yeah, make out and stuff. Yeah, like that's all you got. Like, I mean, yeah, it's really weird. Oh, that's right. He doesn't know. Oh, that's how he finds out. What? Oh. Uh-huh. 
A peaceful revolution. <laughs> a peaceful revolution. Uh oh. <laughs> Tom's like, I'm not your daddy. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> I called you Julie because I know you. Yeah, that's how I'm. Uh, it's emotional. You read his file. It's funny that she says that because that's exactly what she was trying to get him to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like if she really thought he would never do it, then why was she trying to get him to do it? I want to come back to that bit of a logical uh, nonsense. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Because that was them dealing with that subplot, and they really just kind of fly right over it it's not they don't really make a thing of it it's kind of disappointing we need a boat gotta get a boat (laughs) (laughs) oh this is when I'm like yeah Ben's awake Oh, yeah. Wow, what a crash. I remember that. Uh, (laughs) Like, wow, he shot the walkie-talkie. Yeah. How did he get out? Uh, Someone just let them out of the cage? I'm assuming the others came and found Pickett in there, because I think it was just Pickett. And then he's like, come with me, we gotta get him. Yeah. Something like that. I remember this, too. There's, oh, I forgot. That's not just Juliet's flashback. There's some crazy shit on the island in this episode. They really, yeah, they jam-packed this one. And it's an action episode. Yeah, that's a lot. They, they really, they, it's all out. It's like, it's like Lost is back, guys. Oh, yeah, don't forget Alex. Mm. Oh, yeah. I got my trusty slingshot. Yep. It's better than the gun, because you can never run out of rock. Yeah. The others have, like, shitloads of guns, but I just yeah. refuse to use them. <laughs> now, please follow me to my hidey yeah. hole. Yeah, hidey hole. <laughs> I just made this hidey hole in case I needed to hidey. In a hole. <laughs> And it's like she made it right here. Like, why here of all places? It just seems really random. Yeah. I, I don't really buy it. Like, it seems like something that should be a trap. This is like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> they went and hot, hit in a trash can, and the villain's like, where'd they go? You're right. And then Shaggy and Scooby pop their heads out with, like, tra- a half-eaten mm-hmm. apple on his head. Yep. <laughs> That was close, Scoopy. <laughs> Zoinks! 
That's what the show is missing. What good zoinks. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was awake. Yeah. Yeah. No surprise there. Juliet, this episode I have nothing to do with her. <laughs> Who me? Oh, I know how you got your job. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like he's the kind of guy who wouldn't let her divorce him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he must have wanted to call it quits, because I feel like she's not strong-willed enough to leave, yeah. and he's too domineering to let her. Yeah. He's like, you turned 35. You're too old for yep, me. Yep, yep. I feel like that's what we're supposed to think, because he's just taking the new research assistant, and mm-hmm. yeah. And he'll discard her later, and yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that the subtitle said "drink champ champ ch- ch- <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting for him to say that line. Okay. <laughs> well, drink well, I wasn't interested at all, Edmund. But then he talked about drinking chimpanzees, <laughs> and, and yeah. that kind of. It kind of gave me a new perspective. I'm pacing, Tom. <laughs> you interrupted my pace. Ben's a what? Oh, God. <laughs> it was a spinal surgeon, not an anesthesiologist. That's funny. That whole line was like, okay, we know it's kind of weird that he's awake, but we're not going to explain it. Yeah. That's better than a tunnel. I feel like she probably does have baskets. Yeah. But he was. Can you relate to that, Kate? Kate, can you relate to your boyfriend <laughs> being prisoner? But he wasn't supposed to be in that cage. 
And I thought you said he was dead. Maybe I did. <laughs> can't see her. I know. Yeah, that was weird. It's, he can look over there. He's, he can't see his, her. He's like face he can down. See her, he can see her knee, maybe. Yeah. I know those knees anywhere. I mean, the editing somehow works, but it doesn't really yeah. make sense physically. Because, like, I guess because the way they're framing this, his face is sort of parallel to like, Jack's. Yeah. And so it sort of seems like he should be able to look at her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he's really face down, exactly, like that. Yeah, and Jack is leaning over. Yeah. So yeah. Three minutes. That's our thing. Three minutes. We give people three minutes. You don't give us. I, uh, I love that. Yeah. This is this that's like two thousand one. Totally. When Hal is yeah, like looking at Dave the, with the guy. Yeah. yeah. It's good, it works. <laughs> <laughs> After all of this time he's like, I'm Tom. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I know, I know. Like too little too late. You could have introduced yourself to us before you terrorized us. Yeah, remember hunting party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're wearing a beard? This is our island. And you better stay on that side of this line. <laughs> They've got history. Yep. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's Yeah. That's another thread of the show they didn't quite develop. I feel like I that's I think that element is a casualty of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. I think they would have done a little more with that than they did. I think the other woman was setting up something that they never got to in season four because they decided it wasn't important enough. That was a great twist to the story it there. It was. So Julia's going to save Ben, but she's also going to help them escape. Yeah. It's weird. Two things you don't expect at the same time. Yeah, see, this looks so fake. Yep. Privately funded also means, like, corruption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it means no oversight. Just no for the record. That's what freedom is, right? <laughs> freedom leads to corruption. I mean, it can, it can mean, like, manipulation. I mean, it can mean a lot of things. I don't know. But whatever. Okay. He's 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 duplicitous. Yeah. He was really upset about it. <laughs> he was so sad. Have you ever <laughs> seen Mouse Tears? <laughs> They're really tiny. <laughs> Smell like cheese. 
Oh yeah, so this this beat here um, is something that I think they never followed up on. Like, mm-hmm. like, is this something they just fabricated to like look weird and entice her, or are we supposed to believe this is real? Because there's just there's never a scene later about like this mysterious like young woman who well, looks like an old I, woman inside. I mean, I guess you could you could assume that this is uh, since they have this equipment on the island. This is a woman who was 26 who had a problem getting uh, conceiving, mm-hmm. like one of the others. Um, and this these are her X-rays. Yeah, yeah. But I I just feel like they never quite make that connection. They're like, oh, they're aging inside or something, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. They don't ever really make it specific. Yeah. But I guess you're right. I mean, I guess that could be the explanation. Or he could just be lying, and it is a woman of 70, Mm -hmm. and he's just lying to get her That's why I was saying, like, a fabricated thing. Yeah. I'm not a mess Mm -hmm. now. (laughs) That's exactly what that meant. Yeah. I'm a messes and I'll mess your face up. <laughs> Caught on camera. Uh huh. Nice try. I'm gonna turn this knob. <laughs> That's the zoom in knob. Is that is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Oh hell! Not her again. <laughs> Oh, the weird. I think that was a little weird. It was weird. Oh man, this guy. Yeah, not sunny in Philadelphia. Aldo. Wait, what's it called? Wait, is that him? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's him, right? It's him. It's him. Yeah, it's weird because I saw this first, and and they give him a name, which is crazy because he's such a redshirt character. Yeah. He's reading a brief history of time. And and they bring him back in season six. What are you making notes about in the brief history of time? Yeah, that's weird. Why? Why? <laughs> Yikes, he lifted him up yep. high. Wait, why, why did you do that? <laughs> Star, uh, Star Wars? Wow. Twenty-three. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Crazy shit. Because, like, this blew my mind at the time. Yeah, it still blows my mind, but not in a good way. Not in the way it's supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. More as in a, like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, can you imagine if Jacob knows what's going on here, what he would think yeah. about this? No. I I don't even want to know. I'm afraid to ask. Because, <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. And, you know, I mean, this is Dharma shit. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what are you doing, Ben? Like, this is where Dharma would take the others, and now you're taking Carl. And it's just like, his his excuse for it is just so flimsy. Yeah. And it's just like, it was the most disappointing answer. Like, oh, I guess I overreacted. <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, really? Yeah, that's like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, I guess I overreacted. Mm-hmm. I killed and ate all yes, those people. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, the Jacob reference, like all this stuff, like it's yeah. like, oh man, like what are the what are the others up to? Like, what's their deal? Do they brainwash everyone? Like, it yeah. raises all these questions that you know <laughs> don't really have answers, or they have bad answers. Yeah. There's the Groot. That's the Groot. Yeah. Where's the Groot? It's, it's so why did, why did Dharma have videos talking about Jacob? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, they knew about Jacob, and that is where, like, they would take the others and, like, interrogate them. Um, but, like, why would they talk about Jacob? It's kind of weird. Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Pickett. I knew one day it was going to come down to me and you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, nobody likes Portland. Portland. I'm in Miami. Portland's like the worst. It's thing like the ever. opposite of Miami. Yeah, it's true. Not that I've been to either places, but I know it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, me either, actually. But I've seen Portlandia and I've seen Dexter. <laughs> That's all you need. Those are both documentaries. <laughs> That's how I took them. It worked. Wait, what worked? It worked. Wait, what worked? Wait, was she trying to cure her of cancer or get her pregnant? <laughs> get her pregnant, I think. But doesn't she have cancer? Yeah. Or it's wearing that headscarf decoratively. I think, yeah, I think she was trying to get her pregnant in spite of the fact that she has cancer. Wow, that seems ethically ambiguous. Oh, I think it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the idea is she's only doing it. If there's one thing that's easy in your body, it's pregnancy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're just the only. She's just doing it because it's her sister. Like that's yeah. why she's with. And to prove athlete. she's good at this, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh man, and then this scene. Watch out for that buzz! It's waiting there. Yep. It's just waiting down there. 
Oh, and that uh, we we sort of talked over it, but that's one of those like classic scenes where it's like, it's because you're an insufferable bitch. All right, talk to you later, mom. Yeah. It's like this guy's an asshole. It's code for yeah. that. Don't walk in the streets. <laughs> Oh God! Nobody does that though. Nobody walks into the street to turn around and talk. He he looked like he wanted to get hit. Like yeah. it was, it's it's awkward. But man, was that shocking! Why didn't they cut yeah, to Jacob driving the bus? <laughs> <laughs> really? Can't, Jacob can't drive. Come on, he can't drive. Why not? He never got his license. Yeah, bah! He doesn't need a license. He can just sort of figure it out, you know? It's a good question. The audience might be asking. Yada, 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 God. Uh, yada, 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 surgeon falling out of the sky. I don't have what it takes. Oh, shit. Better count to five, Jack. <laughs> count to five. Don't let the fear get you. <laughs> Stop admiring my ride and help me. <laughs> yeah, is this really the time? So is this is this an outrigger? I think this is an outrigger. Okay, is this like the first big outrigger? Yeah, yeah, no, she was the original outrigger. Yeah. Got the original one. I don't know if all the outriggers have sails. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is the the sail outrigger. It's like fancy. Yeah. (laughs) No, Sawyer. (laughs) It's hilarious. Oh, they're all going to die now. Yep. Well, probably just Sawyer, but... Oh! I guess not him either. Nice shot. Colleen's going to be pissed. (laughs) Oh, wait, she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Oh, yeah, Tom is, like, squeamish about blood. It's like, yeah. oh, man, really? Character development. Uh, <laughs> meh. I... I... Yeah, it's kind of like, well, eh, eh. I don't, I don't quite buy that, but I think he wants her to stay. Yeah. <laughs> he got that one right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's like, ugh, young love. You know, I think also it's kind of, have they, am I wrong? Have they acknowledged on screen that, this is Rousseau's daughter. 
No. I feel like they haven't. No, not at all. That's why they keep saying uh, Ben's her father and nobody's batting an eye. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. She's like Ben's daughter first. Well, we just saw her the last episode, right? For the first time? No, no, no. She was... She was a while ago, too, because remember, like, when they're working on The Rock? She comes... Yeah, was that a... Oh, that wasn't... That was a couple I think that was a couple. Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple. No, no, they haven't... Uh, they have not revealed that. Yeah, that's so strange. I guess I'm so used to knowing that I just assume everyone knows, but they haven't really said it. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your mind, Jack. First, it was the suction. Suction in. He wants both. Yeah, God, you can't have it all. You're not Liz Lemon. Nice. The blonde woman. God, he's got no room for him. <laughs> oh, that's the story? Like angel hair pasta. <laughs> delicate, yeah. Delicate. Like if I were her, I wouldn't forget that line, but. Yeah? It was really memorable. And then Christian told you. Why is he upset? It's weird. I don't know. I'm really confused on why she's breaking down. I don't know. She's like remembering the times. She's like worried about Jack with the others. Like, uh, I'm not really sure what we're supposed to say. I guess maybe she's remembering how far they've come. Yeah. It's, it's emotional. Know, so. Yeah, it's it seems kind of non-specific. Mm-hmm. But she didn't mention the part where Christian told him to count to five, <laughs> and then he he was like, "Dad, not again." I said, "Turn it off." <laughs> <laughs> One more second, he would have said that. Okay, yeah, see, they're playing life and death. It's weird. It's, a, it's weird how, like... They're playing it like they'll never see Jack again, and I'm not yeah. sure why that, that those stakes were there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, they are leaving him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's tough. Yeah. But it's like they knew they were leaving him before right. they called, but it was just weird that once he said the story, they all started to break yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it just brought it home or reminded I don't know it's, it's strange but they're, they're like really really lingering on this but we'll, we don't ever see Jack again after this <laughs> <laughs> this is it for him <laughs> I forgot that this is the last scene 
Yeah, this is Jack's farewell episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's LG. Yep. R.I.P. Is she really the next of kin? Or is she just the main character? In yeah. Uh... <laughs> Where's that the research assistant? <laughs> We we contacted the uh, highest ranking cast member. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please fill out on the form the highest ranking <laughs> cast member so we can call them first. So why is she sad? <laughs> I don't I hate- know. Not to like question every time someone cries, but like I don't. I... No, I think it's good to question the emotional stuff on shows because a lot of times they're like I always think you know when when characters fall in love in two seconds, it's like why are you in love? I didn't see yeah. it. Where it happened? Yeah, I think she's upset at uh, probably just in shock of it. Him, it was such a shocking thing from the die. Yeah, suddenly. yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, and, and there is also the fact that she made the comment. About, like, mm. the only way I'll take the job is if, like, he got hit by a blast. Ah, uh, yeah. So may- maybe that has something to do with it. Why didn't Jack negotiate his own release? Yeah, he really should have. That was kind of a fuck up <laughs> on his. Part. He had the most power he will ever yeah. have. Yeah. Well, actually, technically, Ben said if you do the surgery, um, you can leave the. I will let you leave the island. Well, but they they that was before he. That's a good point. Them. He doesn't have to honor the agreement, but. Yeah. You owe America an answer. Ha! You will not keep this a secret. He said flashbacks. (laughs) 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 I just keep waiting for his body to reanimate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not dead, Julia. I feel like that sort of scene. Whoa! Mm. Didn't I pass you in the hallway like a lot? Yeah. I'm Tom Cruise's cousin. (laughs) (laughs) So, no. I think it's safe to say he was Ethan was keeping a tab on her, so that's why he knew where she was right yeah. now. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's weird he says he says hello to her because he should have been trying to be incognito, yeah. but that was to sell the uh, misdirection. Here's the lost moment. Yeah. Like, it's right here. 
I don't even remember you saying that. And he looked away when he said that. Yeah. Like, like he was lying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I, you don't believe it at the I, time, but now looking at it, like, I'm just not sure. Well, I think the Occam's Razor answer is he's exactly right. Like, it was just a yeah. you know, it's look at, you know, using the tools we have now for the show. It's like, no, it was just a coincidence. She said that he's probably telling the truth. He doesn't remember. It's really unlikely they could have orchestrated that. Yeah. They, they've never seemingly have orchestrated anything like that before or since. Uh, and it's all about the meaning she wants to place yeah. on this situation, yeah. you know. But the way they write it, it's so well done because you want, you know, he didn't have to say, I don't remember mm-hmm. you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's... He could have been like, oh, my God, you're right. You did mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. That's why, that's why I feel like that's the lost moment because it's like yeah. it's, it's – It's the perfect culmination of all those ideas. Yeah. And... Yeah. And it just adds to the ambiguity. It's like he said he'd hit me with the bus. <laughs> that was, of course, also the not in Portland reveal. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing Ethan there kind of solidifies it, but if we didn't get it yet. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm leaving. Because <laughs> it'll be awkward if I just stand here. Yeah, then you'll talk to me. But Jack's like, that was what he promised yeah, me. Yeah, wait a minute. We can't all go. I on. remember at the time there were some like crazy conspiracy theories that that's not what he said. And people were like trying to read his lips, <laughs> you know? And that's. Oh, was that us? Yeah, we might have. We might have. It's possible. (laughs) We we participated in a conspiracy theory or two. Yeah. But um, in retrospect, I think uh, that probably is what he said. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. It works. Um, Yeah, so I think think this was, like, super refreshing at the time. um, Mm -hmm. After those first six that felt really, like, insulated and, like, not that interesting. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, finally, like, we're back to, like, lost stuff, you know, like, crazy mysteries. Weirdness. Mm -hmm. We get more information about the others. We get, um, uh, you know, a new, like, perspective on them. We get this, this thing with Carl and Room 23, um... And we get Pickett dies, finally. Yeah, um, Pickett dies. We get Albert showing up and being crazy. Yeah, like, it sort of feels like the the island plot is wrapped up, you know? Even though they are going to stay there for one more infamous episode. Yeah. It's another thing that Lost is good at with the writing, the structure. It's like in this episode, we get the beginning of her being another bookmarked with possibly the end of her being another you know with her ticket off the island and now we and she's told us exactly the time in between you know three years two Mm -hmm. months 28 days or whatever it's just that they do that a lot with the when they the way they position their flashbacks and and kind of the island story it's really interesting to get 
get those very two specific points in time in the same same episode. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nicely done. It's nicely done. And I think also like even though it's an off-island flashback, it's a um you know, mythological flashback. Like it's a flashback with with like mysteries in it. And like most flashbacks aren't like that. You know? Yeah. So that kind of sets it apart, I think, from most episodes. And I think coming back like this was a really good move. Because I think it really brings you back in. If you had any doubts in the first part, where you're like, is Lost still, like, okay? Like, or did they completely lose it? You know? I remember at the time, I hate discussions like this, because it's just kind of, it's a stupid concept that just doesn't mean anything. But it's like, did Lost jump the shark? You know? Like, <sighs> yeah, I hate, I, I, I hate it too. But, you know, people will say that. You know, as though there is such a thing as, like, Here's the, you know, it's like, come on. I bet Happy Days was, like, really shitty well before that happened. You know, like, there's no way, like, that's, somehow, like, that happened and everything changed. You know, Mm -hmm. like, there's, it's a progression. It's one of those things where it became a phrase to describe something, so people were really eager to just use that phrase to talk about things where, um where it yeah it would have to be really and i think they misuse it yeah. too it's they oh is this where lost got bad you know like that's not the same as jumping the right. shark no jumping shark is really specific uh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, not that many shows have like a jumping the shark you know yeah because that's it's really yeah i mean i've seen it a few times i think but it's uh it's it's special Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a unicorn. It's yeah. not a horse. It's not every show is capable of doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff here. I think you you kind of go back and forth, you know, coming off of what we saw before with Juliet and going, oh man, she's awesome, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, whoa, okay. Now she's selling these guys out yeah. and uh, shooting people, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I remember this this leading into you know next to. Um, left behind one of us how you you don't know if you can trust her yep. and and you sort of seesawing on that back and forth yeah yeah and they really play that for the rest of the season i mean i would say by the end she's she's in the like you trust her camp but they definitely they definitely want to keep that going and by the end of this episode she, you still don't know if you can trust her definitely yeah um and i think by the end of the show you don't know <laughs> I kid, Julia. <laughs> She's walking through the light in the church. I'm like, I don't trust mm-mm, that. Mm-mm. I don't trust her. What are you after? <laughs> Watch out, Sawyer. <laughs> I, I will say that um, I think I think the the sort of lack of clear answers for a lot of the mysteries in this episode, um, you know, like keeps it alive to a certain extent and makes it rewatchable but i do think that i think that sort of punchy like surprise endings like this one you know like do lose something when you watch them again i mean i like i sort of feel that way about walkabout you know it's um you know when you have that that kind of m night Shyamalan ending where it's like you know you rethink the whole episode 
it's when you watch it, like, you can watch it one more time and then say, oh, now that yeah. I know the answer, then I look at it. But then that's kind of it, you know? That's the trade-off you get. That's really, I mean, you know, there's only, in, in a story, there's only so much potential payoff and energy and whatever you want to kind of call it. And you can do certain things to put a lot of that in the beginning. You can put that in the end. You can change up the structure and have it sprinkled out. But, like, you know, it's the same thing, like, when you have you start a story with a, a flash forward. And, you you know, especially if it's a flash forward, it's, like, the climax of your story. And, oh, man, so you're starting off your story really strong. You're going to hook the audience. But then your next scene, you know, you went from 100-level interest. Now you're down to zero because now this is where your story you know when they go and now 28 hours 24 hours before or mm-hmm. two weeks earlier or and then it's then the audience goes ugh now we have to ramp back up to you know to this where we started in the story you know yeah. so it's like yeah you you only have so much to play around with and and definitely when you know that's kind of the trade-off when you have a punchy ending or something like that where you like you're saying um reevaluate everything you've seen then you can watch it one more time knowing that you need to reevaluate everything and and sort of analyzing it from that perspective and then you're pretty much done yeah uh and then if you watch it again there's got to be something else yeah that's interesting yeah like the moment the moment that i really like now is i don't even remember you saying that you know like yeah. that's to me that's the really interesting line there whereas the first time it was like huh and then, oh, shit, that's how she got to the island. You know, it, was, it, it blew me away. You know, definitely the first time it really works, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, now it's now it's gone. It, now that is like, yeah, I know already, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it's really the, like, really, like, ah, I, it's so, it's he plays it, like, right down the middle. I really like uh, Nestor Carbonell in this episode, by the yeah. way. Like, I think he really makes a strong impression for you know just one series of scenes in a flashback like it's yeah it's uh you you remember him pretty pretty easily yeah and you know and it's the first time we see him and uh uh i yeah i really like how i really like how he plays that last scene it's it's uh it's just on the line where it's like he could be totally lying and he totally knows that he set up that bus crash or yeah. it could just be like yeah i don't really uh you know cause he's being honest you yeah know? i think when he looks away when he says that line is is because that's actually you know, looking, I think it's looking up and to the left or to the right or whatever is like a classic lying mm-hmm. uh, thing you people do subconsciously. Yeah. Uh, and so delivering that line and looking away really quickly does play it right down the middle of like, he could be lying, he could not be lying, he could be uh, making it seem like he's lying and he's telling the truth, you know, like there's there's levels there that could be, that could exist. And uh, yeah, he played, and it's, it almost doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. like if he, whether or not he remembers <laughs> what she said, right. it doesn't matter. He still could have done it or not done it. But it's, but you know, when you're trying to make the case and decide for yourself what you think happened, it's an interesting little detail. Yeah, it's like, would they have set up if they set up the bus? I mean, would they, were they just going to do that anyway? And it's a weird coincidence, you know. Mm-hmm. It it does sort of make me want like a later scene. I know it would be absurd. It doesn't even work, but it makes me want like Juliet to kind of reconfront him with that, you know, mm-hmm. at some point. Like, no, really, like 
did, did you know did you set up that bus crash like because yeah. because in that scene when she's um confronting him about it like she's still like freaked out and really nervous and she's not really saying like did you set that up she's just mm-hmm. like what's what's up with that like that's isn't that crazy yeah well because she she doesn't really she doesn't know who they are she yeah. still thinks they're middle lows right she doesn't know that they have anything sinister. She's still thinking it's Portland, right? You know, so yeah, she's not even really able to 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 re-question uh, what he says. But yeah, it's later she'll she'll be able to really go. Okay, these guys have mm-hmm. sources that I didn't expect. Exactly. Um, yeah, and they kind of reevaluate. I, the, the fact that that bus was in the shot before he got killed. And was just sitting there mm-hmm. in the background. It does make it seem like you, you know, you can play it like, okay, somebody was waiting for him. Mm-hmm. They, Ethan or somebody knew his schedule. Yeah. He would walk across the street every day after work, uh, usually alone because nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, and then we can hit him with this bus. But the, but really, what makes me think it's just a freak accident is the, you know, if it's just a. It, if it's just a coincidence, she said "bus" and they hit her, hit him by a bus. I feel like there's other ways to kill him. You know, if the goal is to kill him so she leaves, mm-hmm. right? Then there's other ways to do that. But if the goal is to kill him in the specific way she hypothesized, that's so specific, right? And almost needless. And unless the point was to say, "I don't just need him dead; I need the universe to give me a sign." Yeah, you know, and maybe that's sort of the subtext. There is, is it needed to be a bigger thing than just he had a freak accident or mm-hmm. he slipped in a bathtub? You know, it's like no, like the 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 universe is giving you a sign because the the one thing you said is the one thing that happened. Yeah, and what are the odds of that? Yeah, you know, I just don't think the others have the ability to engineer something like that. Um, I mean, they, I mean, they could have done the bus thing. But I feel like, like I said, they. It seems like the only reason for them to kill him with the bus is to prove a larger point to her, which I think is somewhat unnecessary <laughs> unless they really are just trying to prove that point, you know? Right, but I, I guess that's what makes the thing is like knowing the others that we know, it seems less and less plausible that they would do that. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it it makes it seem like they might be really that crazy. You know, yeah. to like, yeah, we're we're gonna give you the thing you asked for because, yeah, it's kind of the only way you'll agree. And like, I, in defense of the idea that they did it, I'll say that they they do um, like seemingly engineer some kind of car wreck to get um, Locke's dad later on in the season. It's at least it's heavily implied that that's how they get him. Um, mm-hmm. And also there's the business with um, uh, Nadia. Um, I feel like it's never quite resolved. I, I think it's easier, though, to say you can hire somebody to kidnap people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the, the timing of the bus speeding as he stepped <laughs> off the thing is, is more specific yeah, than what you're saying. following somebody in a car and, like, knocking them off the side of the road to capture them or yeah. to, you know, send some hitman after Nadia. Yeah. You know, like, that bus has to be going full speed before he steps off. You know, the timing has to be right. But, you know, she gets hit by a car in kind of a similar way. 
you know, mm-hmm. and Jacob's there. Oh, 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 that I'm thinking of. I was thinking of something else. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and 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 there there is some weirdness with like Ben's relationship with that. Like that guy was Widmore's, maybe. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of strange. But then Jacob's there, you know, and so like the similarity of that scene, like she goes out in the street and like uh, picks up uh, keys yeah. or something, and like she stands up. Say- I would say that's the difference, though, is we know Jacob was involved in that and it became supernatural. I don't think Jacob has an interest in this whole uh, recruiting Juliet thing. That's what I was wondering about. That's what I was talking about, like cutting to Jacob driving the bus or something. You know, like I I wonder. I I think you're right. I do feel like in the incident, when we get um, all those flashbacks with Jacob, like. uh, touching all of the the candidates, you know, we we see all those moments, and then they have Juliet's flashback, and Juliet's flashback is just her like, um, you know, talking about her like parents getting divorced and like, uh, you know, all this business that's going to tie in with the thing she does with Sawyer, and Jacob's not in it, yeah, you know. And I feel like I don't know. I mean, the, the plot function it serves is hard to ignore. But I did take away from that that, like, Jacob did not bring her there. Yeah. You know? It does seem like that was the moment to put her thing in if Jacob brought her there. Like, like he did everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it made me think, yeah, it's sort of the others doing that um, to solve this fertility problem. Did Jacob not care about the fertility problem? Did Richard talk to him about it? I mean, these are obviously unanswered questions. Can we can we put together a timeline? Like, so Jacob, I mean, uh, Juliet was recruited three years ago. Mm-hmm. Is there a relative timeline for, like, that series of flashbacks when he goes to Saeed and... Well, no, they were all over the place. Yeah, they, they were, were all over the place. Yeah, yeah right, like he yeah. goes to Kate when she's like, I don't know, ten or Kate eleven and or something. Sawyer was a kid. Yeah, right after. But yeah. Jack, Jack is when he's an adult, but it's still several years ago. Um, with Saeed, it's actually after they come back. You know, mm-hmm. from from the island, it's like post uh, post freighter and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, which is, and with Hurley, it's also post. It's when he gets out of jail and he's like sitting in the taxi. Yeah. You know. So yeah, there's there's really uh, there. It it does seem kind of random. I think that is also really curious. You know, I don't know if they really thought it through because i mean at the time they do say candidate in the incident but i sort of wonder if they thought the whole mythology of the candidates through at that point because um he t- if he if he chooses and touches sort of Said and Hurley and Hurley by the way is the one who actually becomes the successor spoiler um uh after they crash on the island the first time and leave like, that's just weird, right? I mean... That made me think, like, he wasn't sure they were candidates until... Yeah. He saw their experiences on the island. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they weren't originally intended to be brought there. And they were just, like, collateral, like the people on 316 or something. And then they became candidates. Like, that's kind of weird, though. You know? Like, like he's sort of evaluating them. Well, maybe it's... It's... Maybe it's not 
the extreme of they weren't supposed to come to the island, but it was just it didn't matter if they came or not. You know. Yeah, but that's kind of what I mean. I just mean yeah. like he didn't choose them to come. Yeah. Like he did the others, you know, like they were sort of marked to be brought there, you know, and the others, uh, Hurley and Saeed were not until they left, you know, mm-hmm. and then they were marked to come back, you know, and it's sort of straight. And he and he even goes to the trouble. And this is another story point that I think is not really fleshed out. Uh, seemingly, he even goes to the trouble to get Ilana, his daughter, to personally arrest Saeed and like forcibly take him on the plane. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's really strange. Well, what does Jacob touching them really even mean? Because most of the people who came to the Island, Jacob didn't touch. So what does it mean to say he, he touched the, the candidates? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's pretty vague. It's pretty vague. I I assumed that it meant that he uh, sort of marked them as candidates. Maybe it was people who wouldn't order. He had to touch the people who wouldn't ordinarily have come to the island. Like somehow, you know, maybe you could maybe you could say that the other people on a fifteen would have gotten on that plane by Mm -hmm. by natural. The, their natural destination in life but like but, for, for hurley that feels really wrong you know because it feels like hurley's thing is like really wrapped up in the island well yeah but that's right you i know? mean but isn't that, doesn't that kind of prove the point like because he's already wrapped up in the island mm-hmm. he's gonna be on that plane anyway he doesn't need jacob to lead yeah him. okay whereas the people that he touched were people well obviously not saeed and and uh um Who's the other person? Hurley. Um, but but um, but the the other people who he touched, you know, before they came to the island were the ones who needed to be led there by the the magical touch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, maybe something like that is the is the idea. But yeah, I mean, it is strange. It is, and I don't think they make that clear, or we're even supposed to think about that. Um, like where he when he touched them when, mm-hmm. or not where he touched them, but. Uh, when, <laughs> show us where Jacob touched you. Uh, but when when he touched them, uh, and yeah. how that uh, well, how that related to the original crash to the island. Yeah, and the fact that he goes to Kate and Sawyer when they're children, mm-hmm. um, but Jack and Locke when they're adults. You know, like it's... I want to say he came to each person when they were at their most critical point or something, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, that's, that's debatable. I think with some of them, yeah. Uh, I mean, with Locke, it seems pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, son and Jen, right at their wedding. Yeah. That's something that seems about right. But I, it's, it's their wedding is before, you know, Pike conscripts Jen into the underworld. Right. So maybe, maybe that's kind of the, the pivotal point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sawyer is is a pivotal point. Kate's a pivotal point because she's starting. She's going to be born to run any second Mm -hmm. now. It didn't seem to help, but no. uh, And then uh, who am I missing? Jack. And then I guess with Hurley. Oh, with Jack. uh, What was oh Jack in the candy bar? It's yeah, and it's well, it's it's after the count to five thing with. with Oh, that's right. 
Um, I don't buy that that was such a big moment, but it was significant, clearly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's really a big turning point the way some of those other things are, but, uh, uh, I mean, they did make a big deal of it. Yeah. You know, but, but it, it does seem straight. Yeah. But maybe that's, maybe that's the idea, but could he just, I mean, uh, did he, did he time travel or did he just like, uh, know where they were and go there you know, at whatever particular time. I assume that's what the lighthouse was for, but I don't, I yeah. don't know. Uh, Me I mean, and that's the other thing with Hurley is, uh, it wasn't just about the touching. He gave him that case. Yeah. So that was yeah, another yeah, reason yeah. why it was, it was more timeline specific when he needed to, to contact him. Right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little weird. It's tough to, you know, pretty much anything surrounding Jacob is tough to nail down extremely extremely yeah and it's really it's it's really hilarious actually like he gives that guitar case to hurley who (laughs) who proceeds to be transported to the 70s um (laughs) where you know i mean he has that thing for a while in the 70s and they're just hanging out there and then and then like the incident happens and all that shit and like luckily he's transported back into the future with the guitar case and they bring <laughs> you know they bring the guitar case with them to to the temple and and they break it open and it's got you know you're Man, the guitar case saw some traveling hell yeah it did oh my god i didn't even think about that wow yeah, and then they open it, and it's got the awk in it, and they open yeah. the awk, and then there's a message for Dogen, and it, you know, it basically tells him about the candidates and stuff, and but it's like it's like fucking Jacob. He was he was just sitting on the other side of the island, like mm-hmm. like could he could have just walked up to Dogen and told him, you know? But he goes to trouble of like leaving the island, giving Hurley a message that he takes to the seventies, then transports. You know, it's like. <laughs> What? Like why? Like why couldn't you just go tell him? You know, like it's, it's because crazy. it doesn't interfere. Except when he interferes. <laughs> I'm I'm interfering now because I don't interfere. <laughs> yeah, because of my non-interference, I have to interfere. <laughs> I have to interfere in this really strange way. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like uh, it just seems unnecessarily. You you were on the island, like why give it to Hurley? Dogan's like right over there. Mm-hmm. Just go fucking talk to him. When he gave it, to, was Hurley already gonna get on the plane? When no. he gave it to him, I mean, he gave it. He gave it to him. He gave him a ticket, and he was like, "You should get yeah. on this plane." Yeah, I think there was something flights. about giving him a mission, but but it but in terms of just the logistics of getting that information to Dogan, it is. Uh, uh, Securitas at the least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's. I don't know. I mean, and I mean, we know Jacob is not like really good about communication, but <laughs> it, it really sort of illustrates that point concretely. Yeah. You know, like what the fuck? But you know, that's that's who we have, and it's really hard to go back. You know, because I was thinking about. I was thinking about the incident and how, you know, um, you know, at this stage in the game, like what Jacob is versus versus what he is later. It's so hard to separate those things 
But, like, Jacob was such a mysterious enigma for so long. I mean, all the way to the end of season five, which yeah. is, which is like, one season away from the end of the show, basically. I mean, but then, like, they told us a lot of stuff about him. Oops. <laughs> and it's hard to let that go, you know? Once you know, it's it's so strange to go back and, like, you know, live in that world of, like this this kind of blank slate Jacob. Yeah. You know? And, like, the Jacob reference in this episode, like, I remember thinking it meant something, you know? And I didn't really put it together, I think, at the time, that the thing is Dharma, you know? Like, Ben didn't make that video, or the other yeah. didn't make that video. And, and, and as much as I think we want to imagine that he's trying to brainwash Carl to be an other it's really just torture yeah he just wants he he knows this is a, a torturous thing to go through and that's i think that's really the final word is it it's not about brainwashing him and making him believe anything in particular uh so the origin of this thing doesn't actually matter what matters is he's just trying to punish Carl for dating his daughter and I don't, I mean, would you agree with that? I mean, I feel like that's... Well, that's I mean, what he says is that he doesn't, he didn't want Carl to get Alex pregnant. Because, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to, he's too young to be a granddad. That's what Well, I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, because of the pregnancy issues. You know, the pregnant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pregnant women die, like, and so... Why not, why not tell Carl, hey, if you get her pregnant, she's going to die? <laughs> Wait a minute. You just blew my mind. Pick your mind up and think about that. Um, why didn't he just say, hey, Carl, you know that we have a history okay. of fertility issues, Look, which is ask Juliet about it. That, uh, if you that has not pregnant, been style. If you get her pregnant, she's going to die. Why do with a simple like conversation what you can do with an overly elaborate <laughs> Look about overreacting, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, no you're totally I, right. I mean, my general point is that he wasn't – because I originally thought he was trying to – like Carl, you know, was trying to run away and, and not fall in line with the others. So yeah. this machine, this brainwashing machine would get him in line. But it's like, no, this is a Dharma thing, A. Mm -hmm. B, the others don't brainwash people into believing what they want. Yeah. So the answer has to be C, if my math adds up. Uh <laughs> That this is just torture, and it could have been some other form of torture if it was equally as interesting to watch on screen. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, think I, I think you're basically right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a weird takeaway from from that whole thing. Uh, is just that, and I, I and again, it goes back to the show and the theme of things not sort of being what they seem to be, and it's like, yeah, he's in this brainwashing uh, machine. But he's not trying to brainwash him. Right. It's like classic Lost. You it know? is. It is. <laughs> Wait, you thought I was trying to brainwash him just because I hooked him up to a brainwashing machine? Mm hmm Come on. Why, why would you think that? Why would you think that? It's your fault <laughs> for thinking that. It's so weird to, like, have, you know, I mean, there's so many of these classic Lost moments, but I really think... Because of this podcast, my perspective on what a what a classic lost moment is has changed. 
mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't really realize that these were classic lost moments at the time. Yeah. For example, you know, I guess what I thought of of classic lost back then was something very different, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I think not having realized the, you know, the sort of fundamental building block of the show, the thing that kind of makes the whole thing work, you know, yeah, I think I think it's I think that's the maybe to kind of put words in your mouth. I think that's the revelation is the original classic lost moments were the overt things that yeah. you know the the crazy twist, the, mm-hmm. the mysteries, the reveals. But the real classic lost moments are the subtle things. Yeah, that only going back do you go, oh wow, look, look how they did this thing. Yeah, uh, you know Richard Alpert and the bus thing. Mm-hmm. Totally, you know, like I, I don't even remember up, you saying that. Yeah, setting up these these kind setting up this this sort of uh environment to where you know it's almost like building a uh uh building a framework for the audience and leading them through it and they you know and they're not seeing the framework you yeah. know they're just going through and 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 investigating or, or thinking about what's mm-hmm. happening and they don't see the intricate web that was built to get them there versus the the other stuff which was big and overt and the flashier stuff yeah. yeah the flashier stuff yeah 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 you're right you're right that i think that's what really stood out at the time it was like oh my god ethan they're off the island the others uh there that that's how she got to the island like it was it was more that that was drawing my attention you know and i that that other side of it that other side of it i think part of it was that other side of it was wrapped up in a cloak of hope of yeah. like, w- well, it's ambiguous now, but like, we're going to get that answer later, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah. Just, just add it to the list. Like someday we're going to find <laughs> out like yeah. did Richard Alpert really remember that she said that we'll know someday, mm-hmm. you know, when, he, when we get that episode, what Alpert remembers. Yes. Exactly. And he's just going to leave us a full episode where he just lists all the things he remembers. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when you put it that way, it's sort of like, wow, how naive. But but honestly, you know, you don't and know. And I remember, and I remember <laughs> this, and I remember that. Like, but to be, you know, to like defend like, crazy old me from like 2000 whatever like you don't know at the time that like it's it's ridiculous to expect that yeah (laughs) you know like it's like why not i mean i I haven't seen the whole show yet i don't know what the point of this show is Mm -hmm. you know like maybe they really will like give me that scene of like Richard listing his remembrances. Yeah. <laughs> Dear diary, this is what I remember. It's he writing in calligraphy, of course. Of course. Always. Yeah. He's old school that way. He is. Very old school. The oldest of schools. <laughs> oh man. You know, that calls into question this whole idea that uh that Albert is on board with the fertility fixing stuff like mm-hmm. if he's the emissary of jacob like why does he think that's a good idea yeah and you know uh there is a scene later this season that we're gonna see where he's talking to Locke, and um i remember he's like he's telling Locke like uh 
uh, you know, uh, Ben's like distracting us with like frivolous stuff like fertility issues, but like there's there's bigger things going on on this island, you know, that mm-hmm. he's not paying attention to, you know, and he kind of shrugs off the fertility stuff, you know, yeah. and yeah, and like we'll get to that later. And I remember that at the time, like really standing out because he takes such an extremely active role here in the recruitment of Juliet, specifically for the fertility stuff. So yeah. it's I, I don't know what to think of that. And and I think I can I can add in there like what Jacob thinks of it because presumably at some point, you know, uh Richard and Jacob discussed this. Yeah. You know, and like what what was that conversation? You know, was it just like, oh yeah, Ben's like hung up on this fertility <laughs> thing, you know, and he's like, Yeah, okay, well let him do that. You know, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, just do this, this and this. Yeah, you know, be sure to whatever, whatever the fuck he would tell Richard to do. <laughs> get 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 yeah, these people know. on this list, or uh, you know, yeah. go go tell Locke this or whatever, you know. Yeah, we'll never know. Obviously, yeah, no, it's like it's crazy to just speculate on like a fake conversation that I'm imagining, but. You know, that's that's where I have to go because it's like there's just so many blanks in that in that storyline. Um and I guess that's you know, that's the thing. It's it's up to us to try to like interpret it and fill it in and and see see if there's something that makes sense there. I mean, I think in general like Jacob's you know, that I, I, as the follow up for like Richard's the things Richard remembers would be like <laughs> Richard and Jacob's meetings, you know, beginning to yeah. end. Like, what were they like in and out of the cabin, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I honestly, like, the first episode's kind of a joke. I want to see that episode. Like, I actually want to <laughs> watch, I want to watch the meetings and, like, wh- like, he has a gavel. Okay, let's yeah. call this meeting to order. Exactly. What's the on the agenda? Here's, here's the updates. Here's this week's list. Um, and you know. Yeah, I, I like it. Okay, next on the agenda is Jacob's directions for the others. Silence. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he has nothing for them to do. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's all just you know Richard talking and telling him what the others are doing. But <laughs> yeah, it, it's weird how you know if you think about Jacob wanting the candidates. Um, he didn't. He didn't have Richard go up to the yeah. A fifteen crew and, and 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 say, "Hey, uh, there's a guy here who wants you guys." You know, I mean, he he basically puts their lives in Ben's hands. Even worse than that, not only doesn't he get Richard involved with that, but he doesn't even tell Richard about them. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even tell them that they exist as an idea, like there are these people who are going to replace me. Like he doesn't even inform him about any of that. You know, there's that, that, yeah. that really heartbreaking scene in season six where, where, you know, um, uh, where he's like, you mean, you mean, uh, Jacob never even told you like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like what you know? And, uh, man in black tells him that, you know? And it's like, it's like, oh my god, like, Richard is so out of the loop. You know? Mm -hmm. And yet, he's the emissary. 
Speaking of loops, I wonder if what if is it possible that the only reason hmm but the only reason Jacob thinks that uh, Jack and Kate and these guys are, are possible candidates is because of the time travel to the 70s. You know, you know, uh, I I think there's, I think there's some merit like in he, that. He, he sees them pop up out of time and then goes, who are these mm-hmm. people? And then can, because I think in that time period, they, you know, Sawyer and Kate would have been around would, that yeah. age. Yeah, you're actually and Sawyer even go. says it. Um, and I remember in in one of the Dharma scenes, he talks about how like he could have gone and oh, yeah. stopped the the thing happening with his parents. You know? Yeah, he was. It was happening. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so actually, yeah, the timeline is totally possible. Yeah, I wonder if that that somehow put like they weren't ordinarily going to be on his radar mm-hmm. but until that happened he's like oh well these people have some interesting they're already in in you know integral to the island's history because mm-hmm. they're time traveling i don't and presumably he doesn't know the future right. so he's like i don't know what's going to happen but something's going to bring them yeah. here um yeah. yeah i i i think that's actually pretty plausible because i i definitely uh have a a strong sort of pseudo like flesh out theory about the the opposite of that which is man in black's uh uh loophole and you know as part mm-hmm. of the loophole episode i i sort of i th- i think that Locke, i think something similar happens to Locke, where you know he shows up in the 50s he marches into the other's camp and he says jacob sent me you know and yeah. i think that i think the reason the others think that he's special later special enough to make him their leader, which is something that the man in black uses. I mean, I think they only thought that because he said that while he was time traveling, you know? And so there, there is this idea that because they time traveled, they became more important, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I almost feel like man in black's loophole was the worst plan he could have had. Uh, anything that led to time traveling kind of worked against him, uh, which made me which made me think of a of a of a meta loophole where he you know some alternate version of the show which would have been worse maybe where he he somehow engineers people who should never be candidates to go time travel mm-hmm. and then Jacob thinks oh these people <laughs> should be candidates and then yeah. it turns out oh he picks somebody who should never be a candidate and therefore loses. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that would be a meta loophole where he'd have yeah. to know that the time traveling makes them seem important and right. And, all and, that and stuff. I mean, the thing is, like, the Man in Black, as opposed to Jacob, where I feel like Jacob's relationship to the time travel is unestablished. The Man in Black yeah. is spli- explicitly interacts with it. He's the one who goes yeah. to the plane and tells Richard to go give Locke the the compass and tell him he has to die. You know, from the future, he delivers this message to the past, you know, and yeah. so like he he actually really gets involved with that, um, yeah. using the time travel to his advantage, you know, and like I sort of think that he I, I like I sort of think that he he set up um, it's 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 kind of it's 
it's hard for me to even wrap my brain around. I guess it's just kind of a standard time travel paradox, but it's like Locke, Locke thought that he was important and that Jacob sent him because, you know, the others were expecting him and they accepted him as the leader. Um, but they only did that because he time traveled and told them that. And he only time traveled and told them that because he was in that situation in the first place. So it's sort of like, where did that even come from? You know, but I feel like the idea is that the man in black also manipulated that situation that that they would believe that, you know, because even though, um, yeah, because he's the one who says he speaks for Jacob and that's why Locke says Jacob sent me, you know, so like he is tied in also with and, you know, him being the leader of the others is part of him getting access to Jacob, which doesn't quite make sense because he just like walked right up to him back in the 1800s, but later on, he needs to be the leader of the others to get access for some reason that I don't understand. But anyway, supposedly he does, because it's on screen and he says it, so um, (laughs) I don't know what else to do but believe it. Anyway, it's a long-winded way of saying that um, with the man in black and the loophole, it's actually explicit in the show that he's manipulating the time travel. He, he actually incites the time travel by getting Ben to turn the wheel, you know? Yeah. And I think Jacob's role in the time travel is vague because I think he never talks about it. And I think that's kind of mm-hmm. one of our disappointments, you know, like him sort of acknowledging the incident and, you know, their, their time in the 70s and, you know, like just somehow like making that matter, you know? Yeah. It, it does seem like that could have tied in. And if it also tied in with their status as candidates, then that would have been a better justified show. the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a, uh, my top list of uh, disappointments of the show overall is just that the, the incident really didn't mean anything. That should have proved that they they were the right candidates or something like saving the island saving the world like it just should have mattered uh not just getting them back to their normal time but it should have it should have been more important yeah yeah and that's something they could have tied in i mean it could have been um yeah like they could have done a they could have done a dual sort of you know loophole episode slash like jacob's plan you know, mm-hmm. because I feel like there's really holes in both of their stories as far yeah. as like what they were doing behind the scenes and why, you know, and I think that's yeah. something they could have addressed because he just he never talks about the incident on screen. And so it's like, what did he even think of it? Like, did <laughs> you know, like, like, what's the deal? Did he even did he think care of it? at all? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's really strange. It's really strange. Well, that's lost. But that's lost. (laughs) (laughs) As usual. All right. Well, uh, anything else on... uh, Another week of uncertainties. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, No, I think think that's it. It's it's still a good episode, I think. uh, yeah. I I think it works because there are like I I appreciate different things about it, but there are still things in it that are interesting. 
you know, even after all this time and all of the knowledge that we have. Um, yeah, and I think even the the bus mystery is still a good mystery. We, we, we you really can't put that to bed either way. Yeah. Like, unlike unlike some other things we we come back to, you can kind of say, oh well, it's probably this. Mm-hmm. And leave it alone. Yeah, but, it doesn't it doesn't quite it's because it, it seems like they reference it later, but then it's like, am I just forcing that interpretation, or mm-hmm. or or that were they really having a parallel? Like, should I connect those things? I don't know. Fuck you, lost. (laughs) (laughs) I get so frustrated with that, but yeah, I think I think it succeeds definitely on that on that level, Um, and also I think just on a basic level, like I think I enjoy the sort of action back and forth, running around the island, Alex showing up, let's rescue Carl, Pickett shows up, Juliet shoots him, like I think all that drama is pretty like engaging. Yeah, it's still yeah. And like yeah, Tom and Jack in the operating room. <laughs> I'm Tom, by the way. Yeah, not the time, buddy. Not way too little, too late. <laughs> That's so hilarious. That I forgot that happened. Me too. Like, like. Me too. And it's also weird when when you forget who knows whose name. Mm-hmm. You know, even even Kate was like, Jack was like, who who's letting you go? One. And Kate's like, blonde one. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you don't know yeah. her name. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. It's strange to be in that position where it's like the characters have to learn stuff that you've already you've known for like yeah. ever. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you're going to know her name. Don't worry. <laughs> She's going to steal your man from mm-hmm. you. But that's okay. You won't want him. <laughs> no matter how much he looks at you. No matter how much. I don't care who I looked at. A look is a look. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> yeah. Lots more to come. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Well, until next time, thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.